calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. really appreciate the velocity at which we are deposited from these books. Hey, are you okay? Yes. No, you're not. It's just that story. Come here. Hey, I'm really glad we have each other, Jenny. I am too. Did I hurt you? Uh, no. Uh, just landed on my arm wrong, is all. It seems like the way we enter the book is the way we exit. Though it's pretty hard to get our bearings when we keep popping up in random places throughout the library. And at least we aren't being chased by that thing anymore. That was terrifying. Is it just me, or did it sound like it was saying something? Yeah, it was saying intruder. But we were practically invited into this library. It doesn't add up. I don't understand most of what's happening anyway, but... I'm guessing that whatever it was is still around here somewhere. I'm gonna call him Shadow, since his fur seemed to be made of mist. <laughs> I swear, you can turn anything adorable. Even a bloodthirsty dog, <laughs> lion, dragon creature. <laughs> oh, it seems a little lighter in this part of the library, at least. Yeah. I can really see our surroundings now. This is breathtaking. How tall do you think those ceilings are? Four, five stories? <laughs> what? Stories, like... Never mind. Oh, it's another bad joke! It's a bad joke, yes. I can see the roots more clearly now. All twisted. They look like carvings more than shelves, like someone shaped them in intricate patterns. If I weren't getting hungry, I could stay here for hours. Yeah, I'm pretty hungry too. Especially after seeing that house in the last story. Oh. Hey! What's that? What? Look! The floor by the tall shelf! Are those vines? Yeah, I guess they are. Maybe there's fruit up there. Mm, oddly convenient. What is? That we ask for food and find some vines. 
Can we trust it? Well, let me look at it. I think I see something deeper in. I just gotta push past these... Hey, don't get tangled in the vines. Just a little farther. Jenny? Jenny! I'm right here. There's a staircase back here. Mm. And lots of fruit. Should we be eating random fruits in this place? Seems a little like Persephone and the pomegranate. Nice reference. Please focus on what I'm referencing, though. We could be trapped. More for me, then. Mm. Damn, that looks good. Okay, yeah, I want some. Mm. 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 Have you ever tasted anything so delicious? Mm. Hot cheese is a close second, but... No, this is amazing. There's another kind of fruit further up. Mm. Oh, it's practically orgasmic. Mm. And look up there. I'm still working on... <gasps> hey, why'd you stop? Up there. A door. There's nothing in here. It's just a tiny room. Over here, another book. Hold on, don't open it. You let me finish my book? Once upon a time, in a faraway kingdom, there lived a miller who had a beautiful daughter. A daughter, at any rate. She was okay. The miller wanted just one thing in life, which was for his daughter, whose name was Nona, to be happy. LOL, just kidding. He wanted her to get married, like, immediately. Dad! Seriously, what's the rush? You're getting so old. She was 25. Gotta have kids while there's still time. When do ladies go barren? Soon, right? So, the miller was an idiot. Let's get that out of the way. And make sure you have a boy. I need someone to take over the millering business when I die. Dad, I've told you 48 times. I don't want kids. I'm not having kids. Kids and me, not a thing. Meh, you'll change your mind. You just need to meet the right man. (sighs) When he wasn't milling things or badgering his daughter, the miller liked to get absolutely shit-faced in the local tavern. And when he did, which was often, this miller told stories. When I was 17 years old, I went to space in a hot air balloon. His stories were fucking ridiculous, so no one ever believed him. Until one night, he met a stranger 
who was not very bright. I'll tell you something, Kevin. Over 300 people have proposed to my daughter, and 14 of them were kings. They take one look at her and bang, it's all over. Oh, yeah? None of them were good enough for her. But you? I'm just saying, you could come by the house, give her the once-over, and we can see if you measure up. I got pretty high standards, Reg. I was voted hottest in my class three years in a row. Well, my daughter's so beautiful, she has to wear a bag over her head so the sun doesn't get jealous. I'm so handsome that sculptors weep to see me, knowing they will never create art so perfect. That's what your mom said, anyway. (laughs) Well, looks aren't everything. My daughter is brilliant. She can identify any tree, flower, or vine in an instant. I can multiply four-digit numbers in my head. My daughter can speak a language perfectly after hearing three words of it. But talent's really where it's at. I am an all-kingdoms jouster and just unseated the king's squire. My daughter can sing the birds down from the trees. I can walk through fire and not get burned. My daughter can spin straw into gold. Really? The miller's daughter learned of this conversation the next day. What the fuck, Dad? So I exaggerated a little. Sue me. (laughs) You exaggerated a little? Look, I was just trying to impress the guy. I was doing you a favor. You're certainly not getting any younger. Or married-er. Dad! Or mother-er. Knock it off. He's a handsome fella. Way better looking than Barry the Blacksmith. No, we do not talk about Barry the Blacksmith in this house. Dad, he's so hot. Hey, I was right about that, Bart. You just can't see it because you're a dork. (laughs) Can I help you? Yeah, you're Reg's daughter, right? I'm Nona, yes. Kevin! Good to see you, man. Here she is. Not bad, huh? King Oswald wants to see you. King Oswald? Nice. Hang on. I've got a thing I've got to read. By the order of his majesty, King Oswald, if you, the... The fourth. It says if. Wait. Oh. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm new. This is my first one of these. Let me try it again. By the order of his majesty, King Oswald the Fourth, you, the miller's daughter, are hereby ordered to accompany the captain of the guard, that's me, to the castle forthwith. What's your name again? Kevin? Kevin. That's nice. I'm not going anywhere, Kevin. Do you mind? I'm almost done here. To the castle forthwith. If met with refusal, said captain of the guard shall summarily cut your head off. Jesus! Wow, I should have read this ahead of time. Yikes. So are you coming or not? Got a horse for you and everything. No. But then I have to behead you? And I don't want to? The sword isn't even sharp. Why didn't he just tell me? Okay, okay. Fine. I'll go see him. Bye, Dad. 
I guess. Have fun, hon. Kevin will have you home in time to make dinner, right? Right? And so, Kevin led Nona through the streets of the kingdom toward the castle of King Oswald. He attempted to put her at ease by making small talk. So, plague sure sucks, huh? But he wasn't very good at it. Your horse's name is Dave. And so, after a hot, uncomfortable, slightly awkward ride, Kevin and Nona reached the home of the king. We're here. Oh, you mean the enormous castle you've taken me to is, in fact, the castle you were taking me to. The throne room was crowded with people, guards wearing armor and carrying pole arms, ladies-in-waiting and well-dressed gentlemen who were excited to see what the fuss was about. King Oswald sat on his gilded throne. You are the miller's daughter. Nona, your majesty, let me offer my deepest condolences on the recent loss of Queen Marianne. She was a true light in the world. Uh Yes, we're all crushed. Your father told Kevin much of you last night in the local tavern. So I hear. Your father spoke well of your beauty, of which he exaggerated a bit. Quite a bit, actually. Goodness. He spoke of your intelligence, which I couldn't care less about. And he said the most important thing I ever heard, which is that you can spin straw into gold. Yes, he... So I have provided a room at the top of the third tallest tower. It is full of straw, which you will spin into gold. But I can't. What do you mean you can't? What part of the statement is confusing you? Because, I I mean, Are you saying that your father lied to Kevin? Of course I am. Impossible! Men in bars cannot lie to each other. It is physically and morally not done, young lady. Now get up there and spin me some gold, or Kevin will cut your head off. He will not. Kevin and I go way back. Oh, no. You hurt Dave's feelings. Someone get that sad horse out of here. Sire. I can't do what you're asking me to do. No one can. My dad lied. And I have told you that that is impossible. Spinning straw into gold is impossible. Look, my dad lies all the time when he's had a few. I've heard him tell people that he ate an entire dragon, or that he invented lobsters, or... He invented lobsters? No one invented lobsters. Lobsters just happened. I shall name a holiday after him. He didn't invent lobsters. If I could spin straw into gold, why would my father and I be peasants? There's straw everywhere. Why would I just let it sit there? Well, you're peasants. You're not very smart. Except for the lobsters, of course. What the If you were smarter, obviously you wouldn't be peasants. I don't know why I'm trying to explain this to you. You'll never understand. Oh, my God. Poor thing. Okay, then... Get my dad here. Make him do it. Nonsense. You're already here. If he lied, which I doubt, it isn't my fault he did so. Why should I go to the effort of sending Kevin to get him when you're standing right in front of me? Now, are you going to spin straw into gold, or is Kevin going to cut your head off? So, if I do this impossible thing, what do I get in return? 
To live? That seems pretty self-explanatory. Oh, while I'm up, if you try to escape, Kevin will cut your dad's head off. Which... My goodness, Kevin, that sword is pathetic. Sorry, sire. That thing could barely cut a sandwich in half, let alone... I'll swing really hard, sire. (sighs) So, what's it gonna be, Miller's daughter? Straw into gold, or an extremely slow and, frankly, embarrassing beheading? Take me to the tower. Thank God. And so, Kevin led Nona up the many, many stairs to the top of the third tallest tower. The sun had begun to set, casting long shadows on the walls. Nona couldn't help but notice the steepness of the staircase, the bars on the windows, the guards posted around every turn, and with every step she took, her uneasiness grew. For she knew that she could not spin straw into gold, and feared that with daybreak would come her decapitation at the hands of Kevin. We're here. Let me give you the tour. It's not that big of a room. There's the bed. There's the fireplace. There's the, like a wheel on a little stool thingy. Don't know what that is. And there's, holy shit, that's a lot of straw. Where the hell did he get all this straw? And why is it up here? Who knows? I'm new. I don't know the king's business. Have a great night. Wait, wait, wait. You're not really going to just leave me here, are you? Yes. That was my assignment, which is now over. So, bye. The straw filled the south side of the room. Piled floor to ceiling, it blocked light from the windows. It was heaped in drifts against the darkened fireplace and under the table and chairs. It was truly the Biggest fuck-ton of straw. Well, I guess I should at least try. Who knows? Maybe I can spin straw into gold. Okay, okay, okay. Handful of straw. Pointed at the wheel. Okay, that's not it. Maybe more straw? Nope. Fuck me sideways. That sounds difficult. Ah! Standing in front of Nona was a small, unexpected, crooked man. His ears were crooked. His hat was crooked. His gait when he walked was crooked. He wore garments of brilliant purple and silver, which were also somehow crooked. His age was impossible to guess, and though he looked quite harmless, Nona nevertheless lost her goddamn mind. Because who wouldn't? Also, he had crooked shoes. Who the fuck are whoa, you? Whoa, whoa, calm down. I'm How? just... How did you get in I'm here? I'm magical. It's what I do. Back up. Back up. Back up. I'm right sorry. Uh, look, I'm across the room. I'm nowhere near. Holy shit, lady. Put the knife down. Not until you tell me who you are. I can't. All right, you little creep. You want to dance? Let's dance. Okay, okay, okay. I'm magic. <laughs> I'm here to help you. I can spin straw into gold. How do you know about that? That's part of the magic. I just kind of know when someone wants this exact thing done. So this comes up a lot? Uh, You'd be surprised. Okay. 
I mean, I guess I'm sorry I flew off the handle, but you scared the bejesus out of me. Sorry. I really don't mean you any harm. I just want to help. Why? I have basically one talent, and I barely ever get to use it. My magic is really specific. What's in it for you? Let me guess. Your mother is dead. How did you know? That ring on your right hand. Was that hers? Yes. Then that's what's in it for me. You can make gold out of garbage and you still want my chintzy little ring? Not want. Need. You need my ring? Yes. Sounds like there's a story behind that. Yes, there is. Okay. Here. (laughs) Then it's my time to shine. Wow. (laughs) Neat, huh? Yes, it's very neat. How did you learn to do this? Community college. The little man worked through the night, intent on his task. Around and around went the spinning wheel, and handfuls of straw became glimmering, glowing skeins of golden thread. As the sun's first rays slipped over the horizon, the spinning wheel slowed, then stopped. His task complete, the man stood, took off his hat, and bowed low to the miller's daughter. What is your name? Can't tell you that yet. Oh, well... Thank you, kind magic guy. (laughs) Don't mention it. See you in a few, toots. Wait, what? Uh, Okay, victim lady. Your next got a date with my... Whoa. (gasps) A glorious sight. Yeah, check it out. You... You did it. You spun straw into gold. Sure did. Bite my ass, Kevin. I knew you were lying. Good instincts, your majesty. So, if you'll excuse me, my dad's probably starving to death because I wasn't home to make him dinner and he's an idiot, so... Not so fast. You're not finished yet. What? Yes, I am. Do you see a single scrap of straw anywhere? Not in this room. Kevin, escort our guest to the top of the second tallest tower. You said if I spun your straw, I got to go. No, I said you got to live. Oh, for fuck's sake. Ah! What the hell? Be quiet. Yes, sire. Listen to me very carefully, little girl. I have been more than patient with you and your impudence, but do not test my kindness further. Your father made an assurance, and it turns out that despite your lies and disrespect, you are able to do what you swore you couldn't. Hear me. I will get what I want out of you, or your head will be parted from your shoulders. Do you understand? Yes, your majesty. Swell, great to hear it. Kevin, if you would be so kind. Uh, yes, your majesty. Kevin led Nona down the long spiral staircase and through the courtyard. The day was full of sun, and the flowers were in bloom, but Nona saw none of it. Songbirds sang in the garden, and soft breezes sowed through the leaves, but Nona heard none of it. For she had done the math. 
and knew what would follow the second tallest tower. The... the flowers are pretty, aren't they? Yes. These purple ones? I think the queen planted them. Not Queen Marianne or Adeline. Uh, Queen Ingrid? Yeah, that sounds right. They're the prettiest ones, I think. Hmm. Are you all right? No. I'm sorry he, you know... Punched me in the face? He's a king, you know. He's probably used to getting his way. He's really not such a bad guy. Just do what he says and he won't have to get mad, you know? Good advice. They continued the long, winding climb. So caught up in her despair was Nona that she didn't notice when Kevin suddenly stopped ascending the stairs for some reason. Psst! Hey, you! A magic voice? Yes? Is my boss a... Well, you know, a dick? Yes. Oh. But he's... He's not that bad, right? Like, he's not actually going to make me kill her if she doesn't do what he wants, right? Hmm. Yes, he is. Oh. Well, that sucks. Hey, I gotta ask, is this one of those stories where, let's say, the guard keeps threatening to cut a lady's head off, but then she sees past his gruff exterior and they fall in love and he rescues her from his dick boss? No. It is not one of those stories. What, uh, what about you? You busy later, or- Dude, no. Come on, I'm having a rough first week on the job, you know? I could use some company. You're having a rough- (sighs) Fine. Meet me at the horse and elbows, but I swear to God, if you start telling me about your CrossFit routine, I'll break a bottle over your head. Hot damn. You'd better keep going up. Right. Sorry, I'm here. Yay. Don't want you to get lost or anything. It's a staircase. How can I possibly get Here we are. Kevin, it's a door. It is the only door on the staircase, and it is, in fact, at the top of said staircase. Please, please stop announcing our arrival at doors. Sorry. Jeez. Sweet mother- Why? Why does he have all this straw in this- Tower. I'm sure he has his reasons. Go away. Okay. Um, I am sorry for what it's worth. It's worth nothing, Kevin. Leave me alone. Uh, sure. So, Nona sat by the wall and felt a whole bunch of feelings, and was mad at Straw, and hated it forever, and look, I've got to run. Kevin might not be a great guy yet, but he's a hot slice of bitch, and I'm gonna see if he's worth my time. Spoiler alert, that magic guy's gonna show up again as soon as I leave, and you don't really need me for this, right? So, we all know how this goes. Bye. As I said, once again, it is a... Hi. Whoa. Are you okay? Well, let's see. I'm imprisoned in a room that smells like horses. I'm staring down the barrel of imminent decapitation by a guy who can't keep his hands off his sword. And my face hurts from where the king punched it. So yeah, I'm great. Life's a fucking 24-hour dance party over here. The king punched you in the face? Dude wears a lot of rings, too. Are you here to help me? Uh, 
Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> wow, I, I'm really sorry. And I'm sorry I called you Tuts earlier. That was gross. Thanks. So, yes, I'm here to help you. But I can't do it without... Uh, hang on, I always forget the second one. I've got it written down. Uh, one sec. Which pocket did I... Uh, there it is. Ah, oh, crap. Let me guess. More dead mother jewelry? Yeah. All I have left is this locket of hers. I need it. Fuck you, man. No, I don't want to take it from... Uh, look, if you don't give it to me, I am physically unable to touch the spinning wheel. What? Never get cursed is the lesson here. Wait, this is a curse? You said it was community college. Uh, the teacher didn't like me? Listen, I can't take it from you. You have to give it to me. I don't believe you. Uh, look, see, I can't get any closer to the wheel. <sighs> Try to push me towards it. <laughs> Sorry. That is a really specific curse. You don't know the half of it. Okay, here. You can have the damn thing. Get to work. Gee, sure would be nice if an omnipotent voice popped in to indicate the passage of time. <sighs> Looks like it's just us in here. Um, what's your name? Nona. Pretty. Thanks. You've done this sort of thing before, I take it? Yeah. How many times? For this king, four. Four? Before him, six. Before him, three. Before him... And it's always the same? Always. I wish I didn't have to do this anymore. So stop doing it. If I didn't, you'd be killed. As would of Queen Marianne before you, or Queen Adeline before her, or... You did this for Queen Marianne? He put her in the third tallest tower? And then the second tallest. And then the tallest. Where I'll be tomorrow. Feminist Fairy Tales, an audio drama podcast that reimagines the genre of fairy tales through a feminist lens. This episode was performed by Michael Riley Pedassa, Tamikia Jackson, John Reynolds, Torin Lusabrink, and Andrew Kilpa. Episode script by Erica Smith. Sound design by Stephen Indrasano. Feminist Fairy Tales is produced by Jenny Bissell, Madeline Regina, and Emma Love. Theme music composed and produced by Juliana Marin. 
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.